Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Dave, say something funny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, uh, what, what's funny? What do the kids think are funny these days? Uh... Oh, um, isn't that TikTok fun? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is the Nerd OD podcast. And you've got Dave. And Dan. And I'm Reg. Hey, and we are hey. here uh, just to talk at you. Talk at you for a solid hour or so. Yep. Talk just, to each other like you're the fourth wheel sitting in a room just listening in, waiting yep. for a moment to come in with something interesting. A moment that will never come? Never shut up. Yep. Yep. A moment that will never come. You will sit there oh, waiting yeah. to add your bit, and it's just Down not going to happen. Down car stereo. <laughs> but if you if you do want to join in please uh visit us on facebook uh, twitter and instagram um how are we doing dan and reg we good uh not bad i i got my my shiny toy back today that was that was nice to get so now um nerd od can get back up and rolling i see my, I love uh, fact that it, no one knew that it went away. <laughs> well, did, did I mention it? Did I mention my... Oh, yeah, because I mentioned that I was very angry last week, Fred. <laughs> so I did mention. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, me, me and you talked about how much how, how stupid the cost was, didn't we? Oh, yeah. No, that was that was privately. Right. Uh, <laughs> we what, talked what? about what the, what the bill should have been. <laughs> and what it turned out to be, which was zero, which was nice. Hey, uh, what, are, what are computer repairs like in the time of coronavirus? Um, it, it was six days, so it was worth get, you know getting there because Apple. If anyone's ever taken anything to Apple, you you, you do have to book in advance, and they, there's only appointments available within the next seven days, and they fill up pretty quickly. So you have to be pretty sharp, and especially at the moment when it's probably running at fifty percent uh, to 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 grab an appointment. So it yeah. took about four days, five days to get an appointment. Um, in the meantime, I was sat using my Mac with a dodgy screen and then a monitor to to mirror. Yeah. So it was all right until it then went in. And, uh, yeah, I had to queue up. I got given a face mask because I said I didn't have one because they were giving out free ones, so I got one of theirs. Nice. Um, it doesn't, doesn't have the Apple logo on, though, unfortunately. That's a shame. Nothing, nothing That's a shame. That. No. Disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah, I... but picking up was easier. Picking up was a massive queue. And I went, uh, do, uh, do I need to check in to, to collect? And he went, uh, oh, what's going on? Oh, I'm collecting a, a Mac that's been fixed. Uh, all right, just follow me. And he took me straight in, and then, there you go. Check it out. Yep, great. Nice. All done. Yeah, it's good. I, I ask because I'm interested, but also selfishly, because my computer has developed uh, an issue, and it's within a repair program, but only until November. So I need to go and get it sorted out. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's not too bad. Oh, good. And the stores that are closer to you will are open longer as well, aren't they? Yeah, that's good. Mm. But yeah, now I can get to um, I can edit uh, Nerdo D and D. So sorry, we weren't we weren't uh, we didn't release an episode on Friday. That was entirely my fault. Or all right, give, boo, fault. the crowd hates you. Yeah, give, giving everyone a week to get caught up on our fabulous exploits. Well, that's it. You know, you've got five hours of wonderful mystical content there. Why not? Why not just re-listen? I was thinking at some point, you know, it might be fun doing a um, like a, a wrap-up episode 
but I don't know whether I can be bothered to sit and edit it all. <laughs> oh, like editing all the episodes into like one best of episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just cut out all the guff and just have maybe like, you know, twelve episodes condensed into like three hours or something like that. I could probably do that because there is a lot of like, uh, and not to put people at home off from listening because I edit a lot of it out, but a lot of um, <laughs> all right, I fire my my lightning bolt at them. Okay, right, let me just. Roll this right. Yeah. Okay, there's a seven, and I need to add a three to it. And hold on a second, just gotta go and get my seventeen-sided <laughs> dice. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of uh, thinking out loud, I guess, on our show. <laughs> yes, but I do edit most of that out, so yeah. people at home don't experience it. That's good. Yeah, sadly, we do in real life. Can you edit that out, Dan? That'd be great. <laughs> Can I edit real life? Yes, please. If only. That sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> well, I think that I think that the idea is if you if that was something that you had the inclination, that was something that'd be really really cool. But again, having done a tickle of audio editing in the past, I know that that's a that's a pain in the ass job. So I think that's a that's a do when you want to create an omnibus, not <laughs> the, the the bit that I think. Well, I, I'm like it's it's it shouldn't it's not that difficult to edit a podcast, you know, but it does take as long as the episode lasts. That's it. So you're always, you know, we, we generally have about 90 minutes is our D&D sessions. So to go through that and put in audio at the right places, put the music in, you know, background, cut out any of the ums and rolls and all that sort of stuff. It, it does take a long time. Mm. I wish it was quicker, but unfortunately. Yeah, it's hard after coming from this podcast where you don't really need to do anything. No, just like the only downside it. is it's really annoying trying to pick a bit to put at the beginning of the episode, especially <laughs> because I don't pay attention when I'm when when we're recording. Uh, if I did pay attention, I would write down, oh, at 12 minutes and 43 seconds, <laughs> Dave said something funny about this. So, and I just know to cut it out. I've got to listen to it up to the point when I hear something that was funny enough to put at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it's nice, it's oh, nice how you don't pay attention to us when we're talking. <laughs> no, last last week I used a clip from minute 64, Reg. So, you know, that took a while. <laughs> One of those episodes. Wow. No, it was it was interesting because like, I, uh, I think about when I've edited podcasts, um, you know, such great shows as Whiskey and Words or Heroes Needed on the Nod Network. Um and I'd, I'd never added anything uh, superfluous. You know, I didn't add any extra music, any extra sound effects, because it was all just very much talky and that's it. Yeah. So the idea of the work, and again, not to make this the How Great Is Dan Salmon show, but that's the work that you... After, but carry on. No, 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 not at all. But the, the work that you put in is is significant on the D&D podcast, because it is, um, there's a lot of sort of incidental music and, and the, the sound effects and the stuff that you add to it to give it that... Uh, a kind of a richness mm. which which is different because we're not having a conversational interviewee podcast it is a story um and that work is is excellent work and i appreciate what you do and you. i know that I all the nerdy listeners well. also appreciate what you do Absolutely. and if they don't they damn well should say it in the comments <laughs> imagine that if the early comments we start getting are just like don't really like Dan's editing style. <laughs> like, can, can, can we go back to getting no comments on each part? That'd be great. Only positive comments. That's uh, that's fair to ask for, right? Only positive very, feedback. Very much so. Unlike um, what Microsoft got when they did the uh, Halo Infinite. Segway. Uh, Segway of justice. Although, segwaying back to um, <laughs> something else. Just Temporary segue. 
Temporary segue. Um, we were looking, uh, me and Dave were talking before part about watching Netflix and loads of stuff on Netflix. And I've come across while I was flicking through Netflix last night. I can't remember what the film was, but it looks like a cheesy 80s thing. And it was just, it was one man's, um, one man's journey to find his friends. Um, not, not just for, not just for the love, but for the justice. Nice. And I came off it, and but I was howling that much to myself that I was like, "Fuck! Why didn't take a photo of that and just send it, Dave?" Because that would have just been amazing. That is Draco Justice's tagline. <laughs> if he ever has a movie, that that is it. It's just not for the love, for um, the justice, not just for the love, like for it. the justice. Um, which Bungie three four three Studios didn't give Halo Infinite on their, their latest trailer that they were showing off. Did, so Microsoft revealed their game showcase um, yeah. the, like this time last well, about a week ago, um, just after our last pod. And there was loads of new games which have been released, um, and well, not released, but shown off. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which, which I'm very excited about, was Fable. Um, and it's weird because Playground Studios, the guys who did Forza and stuff, yeah. um, they've now oh, been given okay. the reins. Is that who it is? I, yeah. I meant to look into this. Which is disappointing because it's 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 you know Peter Molyneux's baby, one of his babies. That was his, well, you know. Lionhead's no more, mate. Lionhead's no. I, I, well, I know more. absolutely, but they cancelled the last Fable game that was ninety percent finished, mm. and then yeah, okay, the studio's shutting down, and now a few years later they're gone. Uh, go on, let's do it again, but let's let someone else do it. You had yeah, no faith I... in this property like four years ago, but now all of a sudden. It's because they need something. They've got they they don't really have many world class exclusives away from like mm-hmm. no. They, I mean they have the first person shooter, which apparently is like you know the the be all and end all Halo. You've got the cover shooter, uh, like the third person one, which is obviously Gears of War. Mm-hmm. They've got a racing one, Forza, and then they're like, we need just like a you know an RPG or a platformer or something we can throw out there. So like, what what have we had? What can we bring back again? Okay, let's do Fable. And I'm glad because Fable is a great series. And if they Absolutely. can keep the same comedy going through it and yeah. great storyline, superb. And it's a nice RPG in the fact that it's not a huge grind. It, it was people. it was nice, wasn't it? I think the way yeah. I would describe yeah. the Fables. Fable 2 was my personal favorite. Yeah, and I think too. the way I would describe it was it was a nice game to play. Like, it never felt like... Like, you play a game like... Um, thinking about other kind of open world games like like skyrim right skyrim is 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 bleak like you play skyrim and in the opening three minutes you're about to get your head chopped off and then a dragon comes and burns people alive like it's heavy yet you play fable and you're in a fantasy world and you got swords and you got all that kind of stuff but it just seems nice Mm. it just seems quite like warm and fluffy one thing i did hear about this and I, i this is an unsubstantiated rumor so i'm just putting it out there as something i heard is that it might be an MMO? No. So they've come out now debunked. and said, yeah, it's been debunked now. They're like, oh, yeah, no, it's, not. it's us. We are doing it the way it should be done. Good. Um, thank Christ. Because so... I read that, and the first thing I thought was, we already have World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft wins at fantasy MMO. There's no point competing with that. Elder Scrolls Online tried it, didn't really work. Other games, just don't. Like World of Warcraft's got that nailed down. Leave it alone. And make it make it a single player standalone game. If they have, I'm very very happy with that. And also, 
So you know how they usually put up classifications and um, trying to get all the stuff past the ratings boards, and this is how spoilers happen uh, for certain games that are coming out. Yeah. Did you just mention World of Warcraft? Um, the latest expansion, Shadowlands, has just been rated for the Xbox Series X and PC. So there's a very, very high chance that WoW is coming to the uh, Xbox Series X because they, at the moment, up until I think next gen, when um, Xbox finally get the grubby little mitts on Final Fantasy XIV, Realm Reborn, they haven't got like an amazing RPG, MMO RPG. They've got Fantasy Star Online 2, which they just said, hey, this is coming Western, which is going to be awesome because Fantasy Star Online was a great title on the Dreamcast, so you know, it'd be nice to try and pick that back up again. But like Dave just said, like I, I adore Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. I absolutely hammered that um, on my laptop. Absolutely loved it. But I kept on wanting that WoW fix. There was just something that no matter how amazing Final Fantasy XIV is, you just can't beat the OG. Like, literally World of Warcraft has got its hooks in. That MMO title so hard like they said no one will be able to take it away from them. Mm, no. it's just it's so good i mean like now we've been i think we we're talking about this last week weren't we in the week before like about how i'm potentially getting a new laptop um next month and i was just like oh this means i can play wow again and that was the first thing that came into my head i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't I don't need to i really don't need to like i don't have time to play like a three-hour story campaign game. <laughs> I it's like I don't know why I'm thinking. Oh, I could play. Wow, that's that's awesome. Do you know what? That's the crazy thing about it is that I know I have I have never actually. Well, no, I, I played about an hour. I've never actually played World of Warcraft as a, as a genuine like repeat player. I think I tried it once, and it was fun, but I didn't like allow myself to get into it because I had at the time I was young and single uh, with no children. And I had a very addictive personality with the game, and if I was going to play it, I was going to play it. And I didn't get into World of Warcraft for that very reason, because I didn't trust myself to not just pour 12 hours a day into it. But... That's the thing. The, the sad thing is, when I looked at my main character, if you do like the uh, backslash play, it tells you your time in like real world time, like how many days and like minutes oh, and hours you played on it. And it was just, it came up to something like, you've been playing for 70 days. Oh, and like 60 <laughs> days to 24 hours or 23 hours or something. I was like, that's quite a lot of time. I wonder how many hours that is. Let's not check that. Because no. <laughs> I'm just like, that. that's not good. Well, but if because... it makes you feel any better, check Ash's Animal Crossing in, in a couple of months and see what that says. <laughs> Mate, the, the, the crazy, crazy thing about Animal Crossing is it absolutely annihilates the battery of the Switch for some reason. Really? And like, even though, you know, you can dock it and play it on the TV, it runs out of battery after about three hours or something of Ash playing it. And she's like, ah, oh, right, okay. I'll stick that back in the uh, in the thing and charge it, and then we'll watch something together still. And then when it's charged again, she'll just sort of like just gonna quickly go and and grab this. But well, speaking it is, of it's very addictive because she's as a, a nice little segue there. Because speaking of World of Warcraft and portable gaming, one thing I have uh, rediscovered, and I don't, I think I rediscovered it because I was watching an Overwatch League game, and of course that's Blizzard, and there was an ad um, for Hearthstone. Yes. Which I which I played I played quite a bit on my phone when it first came out, and then I kind of just didn't for ages. 
and in typical Blizzard fashion, there have been about 35 expansions and add-ons and bits for it since then. So I, yes. I really don't understand the game anymore. It's gotten very complicated. Um, but I, I picked that back up the last couple of days, and it's just... It's, it's really fun, fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun just to play on my phone. Like I never, I've never played it on the PC. I never played it on a desktop. I've only ever played it on my phone. But it's just, it's so much fun to play. And I'd forgotten just how, just how rich sort of the World of Warcraft uh, universe was. You know how much storytelling there had been in that. Um, mm-hmm. To the point where I was uh, playing Overwatch, and one of my favorite maps is um, a map called Blizzard World, which is a yes, a, it's awesome. I know it's a you know, it's a fictional Blizzard-based theme park. Um, really? and awesome. it's excellent and I'm looking I'm playing this game and I'm, I'm playing on this map and I'm thinking to myself at what point are Blizzard actually going to build this place because they, happen, they've got enough you know World of Warcraft uh, Overwatch Starcraft everything they've got they, they've got enough to build a pretty decent sized theme park with you know themed areas and everything so I wonder like how much money do they have to make before that becomes an actual option to make it real and that's the thing, because if you go on to, like, into WoW, for example, sake, there's there's that many areas and different like different landscapes to go through that you've you've got the theming for the lands already, like Star Starcraft and stuff as well. You know, you've got the alien planets, that sort of stuff. You've got the rise automatically fling to mind. Hearthstone is based in a fucking pub, so you've already got the restaurants and the pubs <laughs> that that you can actually place in this place. All it is is just where would you locate it. Because you can't have it in America because it's just like so. Oh, Korea, mate. Full of that. It's, it's Korea, but, surely. But, but, but <laughs> is the weather good in Korea? Is it good enough to to do a, a theme park? There are theme parks in Korea. I mean, there's, there's theme parks in the UK if you're worried about weather, I think. Yeah, but then, like, we don't really deal with it very well to me. And, like, you know, <laughs> no. most of the rides shut down. There's a little bit of rain, and, like, uh-oh, that's true. It's raining so, quickly. Yeah, shut fair everything. Enough. Like, oh. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a similar climate to, to Japan, and people go to Japan, especially to go to Disney World or to go to Universal or whatever. Right, sound. Well, right. let's make it happen. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll what... get the Kickstarter campaign going. Oh, don't get me started on Kickstarter. So, Dan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You'll appreciate this. We'll get back to Halo in We'll get back to all of our segues that we <laughs> yeah. sort of um, passed about for. So, so Dave, you you may not be aware, but I backed Shenmue 3. <laughs> right. Shenmue 3 uh, is I don't think game. you mentioned this. I don't <laughs> think you mentioned this, Reg, but carry on. So I backed this, and one of my things was a T-shirt that I would have an exclusive backers T-shirt. And I was like, ooh, if there's one thing I like, it's a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's two things I like. It's definitely Shenmue. That is 100% in there. Yeah. That's something I really like. So I was like, two birds, one stone. I'm all over it. I got an email through the beginning of June to be like, hey, Reg, guess what? Your email, uh, your email, your your T-shirt has left the, the facility and it, it's on its way. I was like, oh, my God, this, it's actually happening. I'm going to get something. This is going to be, like, incredible. Yeah. Um, that was on the 7th of June. I got that um, I got that email to say, hey, this is happening. I was like, right, cool. It then left LA. It then moved to uh, Las Vegas, LA. Then it went back to California. Um, that was on the 18th. And then it stayed in California just shy of three weeks. Um, and then they were like, oh, We've got it. It's going to be transferred to Gatwick. So it went, no, Heathrow, sorry. So it went to Heathrow in London. 
Um, and I was like, oh, so a text Dan going, it's in the UK, it's in the UK. Like, very excited. I can imagine, yeah. Um, and then it all started going wrong again because then it went back to America. <laughs> and it has now in the process. So it was in here on the 23rd of June, right? It landed right. in the UK. And then on the 28th of June, it went back to America. Oh, um, it's then gone from California <laughs> to Las Vegas to California to LA. <laughs> then the funny thing is, on the 14th of July, it came back to London. And right. I was like, oh, 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 it's in Liverpool. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's making there. progress. And then I got the booper on my phone to be like a notification about your t shirt. And I was like, Oh, it's going to be outside. It's back in California. <laughs> <laughs> but why? It's, it doesn't make any sense. The, the weirdest thing is there's someone in um, Wrexham, apparently on the Shenbury pages, who's who's backed it as well. And he has his T-shirt. Has you got your T-shirt, Reg? Because you're quite I'm close just, to Wrexham, aren't you? <laughs> I'm very close to Wrexham, which is why I'm upset at the fact that he's he's got his. Because they'd have to drive past my house. To get to his house. It's going to be World Comic Con 2021. You're going to see a man walking around in his uh, Shenmue t-shirt. And you still won't even have yours. And then oh, we will no. mug him. You have to take it off him. That's, that's the only, Every, only option. Like everybody in February had their, um, had their illustrations, signed illustrations and normal illustrations. And I've, I haven't had anything yet. I've had nothing from them. Absolutely nothing from them. And the sad thing is, Shenmue 3 didn't sell good enough, I think, to to warrant a publisher going, you know, we'll definitely pick up four. Don't worry about it, guys. So I think it's going to go back to Kickstarter. And then I think I'm going to have this issue again of, oh, they treated me like shit all the way through Shenmue 3 Kickstarter. But uh, it is Shenmue 4, so we will need to back it. <laughs> Are they going to make so, a four, though? Were, were you not a bit underwhelmed by waiting that long for Shenmue 3? And what you actually got, or, or or would you happily back a fourth? I I really um, want to play a fourth. It it depends on it depends on how far Ash leaves the living room. It depends on how much I will back. Shenmue <laughs> <laughs> four. Um, I I really enjoyed Shenmue four. Uh, Shenmue three. Okay. I really did enjoy it. It was it was not everything I wanted and more. Or it was more than a sexual well, experience. It was definitely more than a sexual experience. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ash. That's a, that's a picture. Like, <laughs> can't unsee that now. It was, it was, it was, it was nice to have. It, it was a fable. It was really nice to have right. the game and play it through. Like we know it's a five-parter series. We we've been told that from the start, so we know for a fact that this wasn't going to end it. It was just going to carry on the story. So I was. And I did buy another TV just to play it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I, I knew it was going to be a continuation. I knew it was going to leave on a big cliffhanger. I was gutted with the ending because I think they must have gone, oh, we've run out of the back of money now. Uh, let's, just, let's just end it. Oh, it makes me sad. So that was a little bit upsetting. Um, but apart from that, I, I genuinely loved, loved the title. I thought it was a okay. really, really nice title. But... I hate the fact that they went for all our physical like uh, the, um, 
bonuses and goodies, we're going to pass it off to a different company like YSNAP. We're not going to deal with any of that. And the publisher's not. We're going to pass it over to this fan gamer. Um, and the bell should have started ringing before I backed it because people were like, oh, not a fan gamer. I, I backed like whatever game it was like back in 2007 and I never got anything from them, not even the game. And I'm like, oh. That, that is the thing that gets me with, with, with companies like that and Kickstarter in general. Like, I find that you either either it works out and it's a great thing and you're really happy or there's horror stories. And I always feel like it's it's shitty when people don't get the thing that they were excited about and the thing that they were um, that they were you know waiting to, to get a piece of, you know, because it it means a lot to that person. You know, that T-shirt could well be someone's you know major thing for themselves because they love that series yeah, so it, much it really is like now that she, she's away you know it's like a thousand pounds worth of goodies and bonuses <laughs> that i've been like waiting for that i genuinely haven't got and when that could have gone towards you know the wedding so she could have had like the nicer flowers or she could have had something she really wanted and i said i've got no money it's because i kick-started that for that much that but it's not point. That's just that's just insane. It fraud, though, Red. I just yeah, because but but the thing is, I've got my game, and that's that's the thing that I'm like, you know what? It hurts because I don't have stuff like the art book, and they're like, hey, here's a digital version of the art book. I'm like, I don't really want that. They, they said due to COVID reasons, things have been delayed. So here's a digital art book instead of your physical one, but your physical one is still coming. So I'm like, oh, well, I've got the art anyway now, so I can use them as screensavers. And I'd send them straight away to you on your email stand to be like, hey, now you've got them yeah. too. Um, right. And the same with the soundtrack and stuff, which is great, but you, I didn't back that. I backed physical stuff, and it annoys yeah. me when people are getting it, and people are getting it in like either you know the next town away from me, and they had it two months ago. And I'm like, how come, how come you got it? And yet they're like, oh, hang on a minute. He he definitely didn't do it. When the second that pledge went live, I put my money in. Yeah, there's a degree of fairness, which I think these these companies and any, anything that goes through Kickstarter. I did a my, I was going to say colleagues. That's, that's not fair. We were not colleagues. We were friends. And uh, we did a film uh, years ago. And we did a Kickstarter. Or I think it was Kickstarter was Indiegogo. One of those, anyway, crowdfunding. And we offered physical rewards to people who... Um, gave us money and we didn't raise Shenmue 3 money but we raised a little bit and we used it wisely but we made sure that we did make sure that everyone who was supposed to get something physical from us and it was all just like you know props and souvenir stuff and all that kind of thing we made sure that everyone got the things they paid for because nothing breeds distrust in like oh you went to get something simple like a t-shirt and they can't be bothered to send it to you. That's shitty. Mm. I mean, yours is weird though, because like they have tried to send it, but it just keeps not, <laughs> just, just, just doesn't exist. It's ridiculous. It's been in the UK twice. I'm like, uh, why aren't I getting it? <laughs> it's, it's literally been into Liverpool. It's traveled all that way and gone. Nah, let's just tease them a little bit longer. I'm like, why, why is this happening? Because they've heard it's the just... podcast, right? <laughs> but then they know how much I love Shimmer. Exactly. And I never badmouthed him until... It, it mattered bit. too much. It mattered too much. We need to much. test this guy. Let's push this guy to his limits. Yeah. It's Let's just, see if it's we can just... put him through all this and see if he still wants Shenmue yeah. 4. The, the sad thing is, yeah, I just want it to be completed. And like, even if it doesn't end up being an actual game and it's just like, you know, a visual novel or if it's a manga or an anime or a comic or a graphic novel or whatever, I just really want to know. 
Yeah. It's like when we were talking about <clears throat> The Last of Us 2 and you were saying like you play the game for the story. It's it's that because we're always fully aware like the, the combat in the Shenmue games is never great. The voice acting is is part of the reason we do it because it's just so bad it's great. <laughs> but it's the story that, that hooked me in and was like, yes, I, I love this. Like I love just wailing away the hours and just, you know, plodding through at my own pace and just enjoying everything around it. But it's the story I want to know more of now. And like you you've got me now. Like I need to I need to know how this finishes. You know, I'm waiting twenty odd years to 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 basically get a two hour increase in the story was a bit of a wow. But you know, I'm into it, and I still want four, and I still want five, and that's it. I'm content. I'm content as long as we make it to five in any variety. You know, I'll, I'll die a happy man. Unlike the uh, Halo fan base, am I right, guys? Yeah, let's get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, half an hour ago. <laughs> Microsoft had their um, had their next gen. Hey, there's all the fancy fancy stuff that's coming out, um, and they they showed off a half hour gameplay footage of um, of Halo Infinite um, after showing like the little uh, mm-hmm. intro like teaser trailer, which the teaser trailer looked really cool, and I was like, ooh, like I'm you know I'm into this, and then they shown Halo the like foot the gameplay footage, and this is going to sound really bad. I know it is. But it is it's genuinely just it is just Halo. They they didn't show off any new bad guys. They didn't show off any new like I think they showed off one new weapon potentially, um, and it it just it genuinely looked and felt as though it was Halo One. Yeah. And and when I say it looked like it was Halo One, have you seen the screenshots? Absolutely. Wow. It, well, I mean, why if they ain't broke, don't fix it. Like they know. They can bank on that. They know that it'll be one of the biggest selling games they ever release. But it's they not just about how it game plays. It's, no, it's no, about it's how it looks. How it how it looks. I mean, they've had to come out and be like, it was just a work in progress build. Honestly, it, it's fine. Like, it's going to look so much more polished than this. Like, is it though? <laughs> is it really going to look that bad? Like when when people were screenshotting it and then zooming in, and the faces of some of the grunts were genuinely looked as though they came from the Xbox. Like not the 360, the Xbox. I'm like, wow, that's poor. Like Halos always look decent on on each format. You're like, yeah, that looks really nice. Yeah. But this genuinely, when you just watch the gameplay footage, you're like, yeah, this looks like Halo One. <laughs> just this doesn't look great in the slightest. So it's it's insane. But then they show you the the FMV, like the cutscene, and you're like, wow, that that looks nice. So I don't understand how. It, isn't it? Well, that's the crazy thing with cutscenes, isn't it? Cutscenes are CGI films. That's all they are. Like they're not, they're not rendered in the game engine, are they? They're, they're films they've put together. It depends on what you're playing. A lot well, of games do now. Mm. It's you know seamless, like the like the Last of Us, perfect oh, example. Okay. There is no point during that game that you think, oh, I'm you know I'm watching a cutscene now rather than um, the in-game engine. Because it is yeah. just absolutely seamless. Really, and the same mm. with like the same with Mass Effect though. Mass Effect, like their cutscenes were literally in-game footage. And the amount of times I just sat off with like the pad down watching it, and then all of a sudden you'd have to move because you're on the suicide mission. And you didn't yeah. realize it. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like, yeah, go go! I've not got time. War, the same. There's loads like that. They just they don't tend to do that CG anymore. You don't get the loading screen either. That sort of 
second of black screen, do you, either before the video no. plays or anything like that either, then? With the, the only downside to that, I mean, it's good in a way, because, like, obviously, you know, it's nice that there's no falsifications for the trailers and stuff, and how they want to make everything look beautiful is fantastic, but you'll never have the, oh, my God, they just do that so well. Like, the the Square Enix yeah. on the PlayStation 1 days, where you're just watching, like, you know, the Final Fantasy 7, or the Final Fantasy 8, my favourite entry, and the intro to that was just phenomenal. And then you look at the actual game, you're like, what, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you fooled me again, Square. But it's just, you know, they, they were the masters. Mm. Well, is Final Fantasy VII Remake, does that have FMV cutscenes? No, that's just in-game engine. It is still in-game. So they've got yeah. to the point where they're like, because they were, were always the king of that, really, weren't they? Yeah, as I say, they, they were phenomenal. I mean, even to the stage where people were like, here's money, go make the spirits within. <laughs> and then they were like, we're really sorry, don't do that again. <laughs> but if you want to make another CGI film, just do another Final Fantasy VII for us. And then he did Advent Children, which is one of the greatest CGI films of all time. Advent Children. Now, remind me, wasn't that like 2007 or something crazy? Long it was a hell of a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. I, I remember I remember seeing it and thinking, this is incredible. So how the hell were they making films like that that long ago that still in my head seem amazing? And yet I, I, I can't think of anything. I can't remember anything about it. I remember that I really thought it was the most amazing thing. It's, it's really, the, the weirdest thing is like I love the Japanese version. It's the best version of Advent Children. Only because the English version, Red 13, Scottish, and it's just weird <laughs> having this really angry, like, tiger, lion thing. <laughs> it's just a Scottish dude with the worst fake Scottish accent, like, really forced, put-on Scottish accent. Like, no, you, you don't don't be that thing. Just speak in Japanese. It sounds so much better. <laughs> but... I think I adore that film. Like Dan got me the Japanese version of it because um, I love it so much, and it's it's so good, so so good. Um, but again, like Blizzard, are the same. Blizzard do unbelievably good cutscenes. Like their trailers for the latest expansions and everything that come out. Just like I, I long for them to do a, a CGI film because they would they would smash it out of the park. Like even the Starcraft ones are amazing. So like it just makes me really want to play the game, and then I'm playing it. I'm like, I'm really shit at RTSs, but their cutscenes are damn good. <laughs> yeah, but not a patch on Red Alert. Mm, definitely not a patch on Red Alert. I mean, the graphics on that are phenomenal. It yeah. almost looks lifelike. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so that was Halo Infinite. They, they did. <laughs> they, they did show off a load of other cool things. Also, they're doing an, another Forza Motorsport. So they haven't said this is Forza Motorsport like five or six, and um, looks like it's just going to be a uh, a complete, complete new one. Um, so they're just calling it Forza Motorsport, and it looks again. As we're talking about how things look, it just looked stunning. I genuinely thought it was a proper camera going through a pit, a pit lane, and it wasn't. It was genuinely just all CGI. And it was yeah, like this is the driving game. games always do look amazing. Yeah. They, it's just it's the easiest thing to make it, look it's people realistic. isn't it you can't animating people is the hard thing yeah yeah but that looks because uh, they've got the helmets and stuff on obviously it looked really easy but the everything looked just stunning on it and i was like wow 
that looks cool. And then there's a game that was starting to get shown, and the music sounded really familiar. And I was like, oh, I, I know, I know this. And then the more and more people started popping up on this video, I was like, ah, so they're releasing Tetris Effect for Xbox, Xbox X Series, Series X. Um, and I, I don't get why, because the whole point in Tetris Effect is the VR. And they've come out and said, yeah, it's not going to be in VR. And it's like, even like, you know, you've got it on the PC anyway, so you don't really need that. That's fine. It's on the Epic Games Store already. It's on the Quest. You know, it's on the PS4. Um, but what we're going to do is do a, a, a flat screen um, multiplayer version, which you guys will get first. It's like, oh, like I completed the journey mode in it last night um, and I absolutely adored it. Like I adore Tetris Effect. If you're just having like a really shit day, it's such an amazing game. Just put on, chill out and just indulge in the tunage. But it works because of all the reactions in VR and stuff. Since you're not doing that, you might as well just go out and play Tetris elsewhere. Just it seems weird how that was a big announcement. Makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't really understand the idea of more um, Tetris games just <laughs> in general. Like it's Tetris, it, yeah. Yeah. In my head, like we, you kind of nailed Tetris back in like the mid '90s. Like I appreciate you can add VR versions and you can do that kind of stuff, but like Tetris is is tetris right like <laughs> i don't see how much you can necessarily change it but they but have again, done a lot like even with you know Tetris, that um that one on the uh, on the switch the um battle royale one yeah nice yeah i still don't understand the idea of a battle royale tetris game like well, just as a concept that sounds most nice. people didn't <laughs> and then and then it came out and people played it and were like this is this is brilliant mm. to oh, the man. point where most people like the instructions apparently didn't make much much clear about what you have to do so people really didn't know and then um as as people started to play it they worked out what everything meant and how you did it but um supposed to be very very good and playable fair enough yeah. i haven't got my finger on the pulse what can i say uh, it is really nice i do highly recommend taking full advantage of the Atlas store refund if you don't if you don't think it's worth it but it is a, a really nice game to just chill out and play because the music's in it's awesome and the way that it it goes with the actual dropping of the lines and the shapes and everything it just it works on so many levels it's lovely but I, again i couldn't imagine playing it flat screen it just doesn't there's no appeal to it there you might as well like you said just pick up your game boy and play tetris mm. it's just bizarre very bizarre but hey ho so was there anything positive that came out of the xbox presentation because um, I, i've not heard of anything yeah so the xbox are finally going to get a dragon's quest game okay uh and and, and already An actual full blown one? yeah it's not the least one it's the right. dragon Eleven. quest 11 yeah um but you know that title is just effing glorious mm. so you know they should be really content and satisfied they're finally going to get an amazing an amazing RPG yeah. that's coming out on their on their platform, and with it being a definitive edition as well, it's got really loads of nice little add-ons and stuff for it, like in game. Which you know the other con- the other platforms have been getting in drips and drabs coming mm-hmm. through, or free bits that have been added on. Um, but this is all just wrapped up in one neat little bundle, which is cool, and that's coming out this year, so the fourth of December. Nice, and um, that's coming out, and that's really nice. 
there's it is, a... it is crazy that I mean, do you remember when the original Xbox came out and the like they they really wanted to to have a a, a JRPG on it and um what was that one that came out it was from the um from the guy who 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 started Final Fantasy you're on about the 360 not the original possibly yeah that's right Lost so, Odyssey wasn't it yeah so Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon so they released Blue, Blue Dragon first, the one I'm thinking of yeah and it was Mistwalker Studios mm. um and that game was great yeah I I really enjoyed that game um, I thought it was great, but nothing compared to Lost Odyssey, which is still blows my mind how it didn't get the respect it deserves because mm. it's such a great title. Like the battle system in it is insane. The story is phenomenal. The graphics are beautiful. Everything's so fluid about it. It's just a stunning, stunning RPG, and it got nowhere. No. I don't don't understand it. But the, the the point is, they've tried this, and Japan just aren't interested. No. They just you go you go to a you go into a, a video game shop, and they will have a tiny little section for Xbox, and then the rest of it is Disney, Nintendo, and Sony taking up yeah. the entire shop. No one buys Xbox, yet they keep trying to bring in, you know some of these uh, some of these Japanese titles over, even I think... ones that are, I mean Dragon Quest obviously is a little bit less niche it's becoming quite uh, quite a bit bigger over here now but it's well to say on netflix and stuff now you've actually got your your, the cgi films um, Mm. it's going to be a a live action film coming out on netflix as well for dragon quest um that's on there but the the thing is now is that there's so many console players that are buying consoles now for rpgs especially over here as well it's weird people's like on the the forums and stuff going like i really need to get myself a playstation 4 um, you know, like fucking XRPG, Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, Shenmue Three, yeah. like that sort of stuff. Um, if you like which, JRPG, any any Japanese weird Japanese games, get yourself a Vita. It's crazy, like, like how many good games on there? Yeah. yeah, because that's all that's been released for the last maybe three years. I know they've, they've maybe stopped releasing stuff now, but the last few years, um, developers stopped stop making games for them because it didn't didn't sell well very very well over here but in japan it really did so there's still been loads of weird japanese games or weird by our standards japanese (laughs) games coming out uh, and that's all they release over here just to sort of have something coming out so (laughs) that's all i've seen for the last few years is is it wrong i've kind of forgotten about the vita no no not at all which one came first was it the was it the vita or was it the psp go psp and then PSP. psp go and then the vita God, I didn't realize they went with that many. Yeah, well, the Go was just the PSP, but with without a disc. Uh, I think it was the first discless console. It was uh. just a hard disc, so you downloaded all your stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, the the only thing that I, I hear about about the Xbox presentation and just about Xbox generally is that they're not chasing after the same sort of a thing as as sony they're like you know we're not competing with sony anymore this is a this is the 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 new normal and that's game um game pass yeah it seems to be going on to game pass that like to the point where they've discontinued xbox live annual memberships now because they just want people to buy game pass yeah and it's it's such a like imagine being able to just play all those games the the downside with this though is the same as with the playstation plus and stuff is that you get all these amazing games, but because 
you get them all. Yeah. You never know which one you're going to start with. So you just like, oh, you know what, sod it. it. In effect, it's free because you're paying for the service. So it's like, you know, the games are just there. It's a nicety sort of thing. So I prefer to put a disc in and play something I've paid for. Or if it's something that I know I've just got on my hard drive because yeah. I'm using it for something and I'm, I just I won't give it the effort I need well, this to. This is exactly the situation I'm in, Reg, because you gave me your PlayStation to use, which has, you know, almost every decent game that came out in the last couple of years i'm just like right <laughs> what next just finished the last of us what do i start next what are you going to start next i'm excited um saints and saints i fall in order maybe but definitely try walking dead saints and sinners oh before I will you do, actually yeah i need to try that yeah you, you're right you are right even if you just have a quick blast for half an hour and then go into fall in order which okay. is awesome yeah um you, you need to do it because just mm. it's so good so so good but again that was i can't believe that was just a stealth release as well because that's such a such a great title what fallen oh the, the walking dead the walking dead one yeah yeah Weird. yeah nothing really came of it did it no very bizarre especially mm. when it was like, like i said it's probably one of the best vr titles out there mm. yeah but out out of what the the sort of the nine or ten titles they showed on this xbox thing are they all, or was it most of them are going to be on Game Pass? Every single one? one is on Game Pass. That was insane. there, like, hey. Yeah. It's Absolutely weird, isn't it? Insane. It's like, yeah, just, I mean, PlayStation Plus to get, you know, two or three games free a month always sounded like great value. But... Mm, I remember that. Mm. <laughs> well, it's tricky, isn't it? Like, I think that I have a, a similar setup with a friend of mine, and I have access to a lot of his Xbox games. Um, he doesn't get the best end of the deal because I don't really buy a lot of games, which I apologize <laughs> so for. Me, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Tom, if you're listening, I apologize. Um, I will buy new games, I promise. Um, and I, I think the tricky thing is with those kind of um, like Game Pass and, and and well, even you know PlayStation Plus, like how, what games are you going to play? Like, are you going to play the same games? Are you going to play a mix? Because you've got so many to choose from that it's quite hard to to really get your money's worth unless you're playing a lot and then you can yeah. you know you well, can vary between the games because there's so much choice it's you know. like do you remember before it became amazon prime remember love film oh yeah mm-hmm. okay like you, you would pay x amount a month and they would send you up to you know like maybe maybe two discs at a time two dvds so they would physically send you dvds this is well before streaming um, and it was like you can have as many as you like in the month, and it's like six ninety nine, and that sounds like great value. Yet they send you these two discs; they won't send you any more until they get yours back. Yeah. So you have to post yours back, and then they'll send you another disc. So you would end up, you know, having two discs sat at your home for about three weeks. You go, oh, I really need to watch that film. I'm not in the mood for it, but I'm not going to get anything else until I watch it. It was like, you know, what do you? You have to pick one. And be pretty certain that's what you want to play before you can move on to the next. So, yeah. yes, you own all these things, but you've got to decide, right, which one am I going to sacrifice the space on my hard disk to get now? Yeah, yeah. especially it's when gonna... they're all so big as well. They're all going to be yeah. absolutely insanely huge. Yeah. And you're going to get a terabyte on the on the Series X, aren't you? But then mm-hmm. you can buy those little uh, expandable SSD, uh, yes. like proprietary cards that can slot in. Yeah, so it's all well and good having a terabyte of storage, but a lot of the games now are like pushing a hundred gig or more. 
Mm. So it's, you know, you, you start thinking about that. And I, I know I'm talking about, I only play like two games. But you think about if you can fit maximum 10 games on your console, you have something like Game Pass or, or anything else with access to hundreds of games. It's quite like, well, well yeah. <laughs> you, you don't even well, you you get... put it all somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah, you get to the point, though, where something like um, Stadia starts to make sense. You know, once once everyone gets broadband that doesn't die every five minutes that sort of thing surely is 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 the future no installation it's just like right let's load it up you know yeah. in extreme or quality it's as good as a as a high-end pc because it's just the quality of you know if it can stream 4k you can play in 4k yeah and i, I would love that to be fair i think that would be that would be awesome but Again, I'd, I'm the person that misses physical. Uh, yeah, understand. And that's why when you get the choice of which one you're going to go with, you're going to go for the disc-based one or the, the discless ones with the next gen. Definitely disc-based. Definitely disc-based. Mm. I see. I'm the opposite. I, I don't like physical media. If I can avoid discs or anything else, I'm, I'm that guy. But <laughs> what's? I know. I know. What's the? Um, have they released pricing for the Series X? Because I haven't checked. No, none, no, none of the next-gen consoles have had pricing yet, other than, you know, the rumours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, like, but I think they're both going to come out around about 5, 450 to 5. Yeah. I, reckon, I, can't, I can't see PlayStation fucking up again and saying, hey, here it is for, like, 599, because they're just, like, especially, especially Sony, they will make their money back in games. That's how they do it. So they release the console at a loss and then make it up with their first party exclusives and they make fucking incredible exclusives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's that's a given. So I reckon about four fifty to five hundred, five hundred probably for the uh, the PS five. Yeah. And four fifty for the discless one. Exactly, because it's it's not really that much difference to put a Blu ray drive in a machine. No. But I'm a sucker for it, so you know <laughs> I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I think that's what I was thinking about. Like, I think we we spoke about this. It was like the idea of a new console. Like, I got the Series X, not the Series X. Sorry, I got the the One X. Like, I don't know, a year and a half ago or something. I, I guess it must be that long ago now. When Red Dead Redemption Two kind of was new, um, mm. and like I, I've got a, a 4K TV. The One X does 4K output. It looks great. The Series X, yeah, okay, new games that come out are definitely going to look even better still because of the engine, whatever else. But I'm like, when am I going to, when am I going to see the benefit of, of that new gen console? You know, um, don't know. So I'm still kind of on the fence because if you ask Lou, she'll tell you that I'm never getting that console in my life. Um, you ask me, I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe one day. I'm not sure. Uh, and it's weird. Just yeah, it's like I don't know. I can't see what that's, the benefit would be unless they have something which is like standout. Oh my god, that's an amazing exclusive or whatever. But I've not really been swayed by exclusives previously, so mm. I don't know. Mm. It was weird. I only went with I went with the original Xbox because they released Shenmue Two X, which had like uncut bits from Shenmue Two in it. Which was, I was like, I need to go on that. So that's why I bought my original Xbox, <laughs> which is <laughs> like crazy. Um, I don't regret it. Like I fucking love my original Xbox. It was the least portable console I've ever owned in my life. 
It was a chunky boy, wasn't it? It was a chunky could, boy the Xbox. Yeah, like you could murder someone just by throwing the pad at him. <laughs> like, it was, was it called the Duke? It was was yeah. it the pad called the Duke? Yeah. And it's also the best gaming pad anyone has ever made. Oh, I hate it. I was so glad when they released the, the controller. you tiny hands. I've got <laughs> massive hands. Like, and it just fitted in my palms. Oh, so Mr. Nicely. Bragger. It was beautiful. So it's just like I, I enjoyed it so much. And then trying to get my head around a PS4, like three, two, two controller. I was like, what? What? My hands, this, this doesn't make sense. It was just weird. But I, I miss I miss that. And I miss also filling up my hard drive with CDs instead of games. Because that's all I did with the Xbox. You could like, import music, your own yeah. CDs. I enjoyed and that. And then play Project Gotham with your own playlist. And the amount of days me and Dave literally just imported CDs instead of playing games, go around after school or like work, and literally just start importing games onto uh, importing CDs onto that while we were playing WoW or something, and then just be like, all right, okay, right, that's done. Move on to the next one. Right, okay, cool. And then after about a month of owning my Xbox, we finally finally booted up a game. Simpler times, man. Simpler times. I know. Now it just takes people a month to download the title instead because they're that fucking big. <laughs> but hey ho. Mm. Are you in it? Um, moving away from gaming completely. Um, have you have you seen on Twitter today that they've just teased the uh, the spin-off series for uh, The Witcher on Netflix? What? All right, well now. Yeah, so I was on it before, and like it just all blew up massively. Um, I was dicking around on it. So it's called, uh, I think it's Blood Origin. I think. Uh, let me have a quick look. Yeah, so um, yeah, Blood Blood Origin. So announcing the Witcher Blood Origin, a six-part live-action The Witcher spin-off series from the guys who brought you The Witcher. Um, and it was like 1,200 years before Geralt of Riviera, the world of monsters, men, and elves merged into one. And the first which he came to be, and that was it. That's all they they've said. They haven't announced anything else on it yet, but they've now teased that. So we don't know when it's coming, what's going on, or anything. But apparently, this Witcher two season two is hopefully going to come out for for it because they start filming it again now, and it's all good. Yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. It sounds Already. sounds sounds good and all, but just give me season two of The Witcher. Like that's what I want. I don't want to go twelve hundred years before Geralt Rivia. I want more Geralt Rivia. That's what I want. I, you give me these great characters, and you give me a nice little cliffhanger ending, and then you go, and we're going to do another series. No, 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 no. Give me more Geralt Rivia. Come yeah. on. Come on, production team. Yeah. Come on, Netflix. I didn't I didn't go, ooh, isn't The Witcher amazing? Ooh, I'll listen to the soundtrack for nine days straight just so you can give me a spin-off series. <laughs> I'm not saying toss a coin to your Witcher so you can then go a thousand years before Yaskier was even <laughs> born. What the hell kind of bullshit is that? I can't sing toss a coin to you. There's no Witchers. You're talking about the first Witcher being born. Who am I tossing a coin to? <laughs> Although, so you've got a, um, an Oculus Quest with Beat Saber. That, you know, have you been playing the toss a coin on Beat Saber? I haven't Saber? added to it, you know. I haven't <laughs> really? Yeah. Is there, have they added it officially yet, or do you still have to sideload it? No, you still got to sideload it. Oh, come on, um, man. Add it officially. But someone has now. Um, so on the PSVR, Dan, you need to get onto this as well for yeah. me. Um, you need to, to download Dreams onto uh, my PlayStation, because okay. um, they've now given you free VR support. So nice. everyone's making the games. All you need to do as well, if you've made a game on Dreams, is literally go into your options on your editor and hit a button to say turn VR. 
That, that's what, and then the game somehow manages to go and turn it into a VR title. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is just awesome. Great sound effects. Um, and, yeah, so now you've got Dreams in VR as well to play, so you've got another thousand games in one. Yeah. So just in case you're short of what you wanted to play on the hard drive, Dan, there's, uh, <laughs> there's that now as well. Sounds good, sounds good. Which is great, which is a shame because I really want to play The Last of Us 2 and I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> but there's that much stuff you to get through. I'm like, I might be able to play them in 2024. <laughs> no, I, I've i come to the realisation that I, I, I there's maybe one or two games left that I really like. Right, I will play, I'll play these and then he's going to have it back because I've got plenty, I've, I've still got stuff on my own PlayStation that I need to play. <laughs> don't need to play all of the Uncharted games. Yeah, it, so, uh, some point. yeah. I can say at some point they are great, but if you got bored, of, we went through this last week. If you got bored of the Last of Us Two gameplay, you get very much bored of the uh, yeah. Well, it's just, and I, and I hate to, to for the last two, two, three episodes, I've sort of gone. Yeah, I, I was disappointed by the Last of Us Two. And and while I I wasn't entirely, it was still a pretty impressive game. By the end of it, I did feel like, what was the point of that? All right, because <laughs> the, the again the, the first one we talked about this a lot. We we didn't really want a sequel. The the first one wraps up this story so beautifully and gives you this sort of you know really dark ending, but it's an ending. And then they went and picked it up and went, oh, well, let's just do more. Let's show what happens after this. And it it's just it was unnecessary. Money, because they're doing a third one, aren't they? About uh, what, apparently, I the... can't see how. I genuinely can't see how. I thought they've left it open for a cliffhanger. With the, uh, this is how they're doing it. I didn't see it as a cliffhanger. I saw it as a really depressing ending <laughs> that made the whole the whole uh, journey a little bit pointless apart from like oh well I guess these people have learned a lesson somewhere it was just yeah, I don't know it was a bit it was a bit odd alright but you know I don't know if they can get a story for a second one I'm sure they can get a story for a third one I would just have rather them gone right we've got this basis for this game now let's just make another game you know same engine same sort of gameplay but a totally different story or a d- totally different story of different characters in that world but yeah so it's so it's a bit like the schneider cut of um of justice league then because he doesn't want anything to do with the the joss whedon footage in the uh, in the schneider cut apparently if there's a single frame right of, it, of that one he's going to burn it Okay. So no one can see it. Wow. It's like, you know, they did the, the Comic Con. It's like mm-hmm. literally been San Diego. Yeah, the virtual Comic Con. Yeah. His panel was basically that, just having a massive, massive pop at the uh, at that version of it. Mm-hmm. He was saying that he would he would much prefer the whole world to be set on fire than, than have to put a single frame of the Joss Weaving cut in his his film. Wow. I was like, oh, Shall right. Be? Okay. That That's interesting. Um, I I just don't understand what everyone thinks they're going to get from a Zack Snyder cut. Like I, he he isn't this. Everyone has has built him up to be this like in the same way that people built up George Lucas after the sequels <laughs> yes. came out. Yeah. Like oh my god, Zack Snyder is amazing. No, he's not. He just takes everything and makes it slow motion. That doesn't make it good. That just makes it slower. 
So why <laughs> why do we assume that he's this amazing messiah? I mean, don't get me wrong. Joss Whedon, uh, sadly, has gotten cancelled because it turns out he's a massive dickhead. But at the same time, we don't need to undo everything he's done, nor should Zack Snyder think that's a good idea. So, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I think it's because of his Joss Whedon's outlook of what the Justice League was compared to his vision of what it was. Um. He was just like, yeah, I don't want that because Joss Whedon was saying how it wasn't anything to do with the DCU timeline and how it was all separate from that. And Zack Snyder was like, well, no, this is the fucking life, the the love of the DCEU timeline and this is what it should be and blah, blah, blah. And there's a huge thing. But yeah, to have a look at it. So Schneider um, empathetically said he'd literally blow the fucking whole thing up before using any of Whedon's footage. Um, stating too that the theatrical version from the 2017, which Whedon oversaw the extensive reshoots on, was a separate from the DCEU timeline version. There would be no chance on earth that I would use a shot from after I left that movie. I'd much prefer to destroy the movie, set it on fire before I use a single frame that I did not photograph. That's a fucking hard fact. <laughs> Are those his exact words? And then he was like, have a look at Superman in the black suit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just no. I, I still, I still sit with my idea of just we. I mean, like Zack Snyder. Why? Like why? Why are we? Why do we care about? It's, I think it's, it's because, purely because everyone's so disappointed with it. Yes, that they're that, like that's, that's it. We just want it to be good. We're we're holding on to the hope that this this version was gonna be something great. But yeah, it's not like Joss Whedon made an entirely different movie. He no. just he, you know he he sort of altered the last i don't know the last quarter of it from what i've heard so i can't see it being that much different no mm. it's going to be interesting but at the same time i don't know if i want to sit through it because i fucking hated the original one so you know there is that i'll wait for you to watch it Dan, and then you could be like actually it's either good or it's just awful and i'm like right cool i'll okay. either watch it or not <laughs> Well, what what is our version of HBO Go? What what is getting all this stuff that HBO Go is getting in the states? Because there's so much DC stuff. All the DC Universe stuff has gone over to HBO Go, and ours in like Harley Quinn and um, Doom Patrol and stuff. Is it um, Prime? I don't I don't know. I know I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know whether it's gone over in its entirety or whether HBO Go will become another worldwide streaming service where they'll have a deal with someone. Help someone help me out here. You mentioned it, Dan. Help me out with Doom Patrol. Mm. Because I, I read the premise of it and I confessed to not having watched it, but the, the trailers for it keep coming up in my timeline. And every trailer I see for it makes me go, I don't want to watch that. Like every every trailer just showcases it as mm. it's trying to tell a joke. That doesn't land. Like, right. and I'm, I'm, I've watched like I've seen like five or six different trailers for the show, and every single one of them, I'm like, that's a, they're playing that's a big joke, but that's not funny. Like, are they trying to be funny? Like, what is this? It is supposed to have a, a, an edge of humor to it. I've I've not I've not watched it yet, but two, two things I know about it. One, I hear an awful lot of good things about it to start with, and two, um, it was as they did like a backdoor pilot uh, in um, Titans. Titans, yeah. Um, there was like two or three episodes of that where where they, they introduced the Doom Patrol, 
and those episodes were great. The characters are great. The, the casting's really good. Um, and it does look interesting, but it definitely looks like... It almost looks a bit... The, the trailers I've seen, it looks sort of Umbrella Academy-ish. It looks yeah. like it's, you know, a, a, I don't know, just in a, a as an ensemble cast and it's got a little bit of humour to it, but also very, very, very weird. Like I've not read any of the Doom Patrol comics either, but apparently there no. is a, a sentient street in it in the comics. So this street communicates to you through like um, flashing lights and um, names of shops and stuff like that. And that's in it. And apparently it's done really, really well to the point where you actually come to know like the name of this street and you really like it as a character, even though it never utters a word, but it's a, it's as big a part of the show as some of the others. So it's, it sounds very weird and a bit, bit meta, but supposed to be very good. Fair enough. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just seems. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like whenever I've seen bits of it, I'm like, I can see what they're they're mm. trying to do here, but I just don't yeah. like it. Like, no. it doesn't seem funny. No. But hey, that's maybe it's not for me. No. Well, the problem is for us over here. It's it's on Amazon Prime, but on one of those Amazon Prime channels. So it's like, here, pay us for Amazon Prime, okay? But now you also need to pay us if you want to watch the twelve shows that are also on this channel, which is is it Stars or something like that? Yeah. Stars, yeah, yeah. It's just, mm, don't know. Seems a little bit odd. Yeah, it's a shame because Titans is good, great, and it's on Netflix, and I don't understand why Doom Patrol isn't on Netflix. No. <laughs> like yeah. When Titans is, Titans season yeah. one and two. I need to watch season two, actually. Season one was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, which is weird because people are only thankful for season one of Titans due to it bringing out Doom Patrol. Right. And... Like, I like I really enjoy Titans. It's one that I watched, again, with no sound, whereas Ash understood it all. <laughs> um, and, and she really enjoyed it. It's one of those that she wasn't bothered with the first couple of episodes. She was, like, playing around on her phone or whatnot in bed. Um, but then it was one of those. I was like, right, what do you want to watch? And she was like, put your Titans on. It's like, ah. And she was like, no, stick it on. I was like, right, okay, you want to watch it then. <laughs> and then, yeah, we both watched it. And she really enjoyed it. So I was like, oh, season two's out now. She's like, oh, we'll have to watch that at some point. And then we, we've yet to do so. <laughs> so hopefully at some point we will get around to it. But Umbrella Academy comes out tomorrow, is it? Uh, 31st, isn't it? I oh, think. Is it the 31st? I thought it was the 28th. Sorry. Is it the 31st? It, it might be. I, I thought it was the end of the month. But either way, by the time this comes out, it'll either be out or the next day. So, yeah. I did love the first season of that show. That was great. And again, oh, I've not, not read any of the graphic novels, but I really enjoyed the show. So here's hoping for series two. Yeah. Well, definitely worth reading because they're equally as weird, but um, in the same way as sort of the Walking Dead TV series, you know, veers off in places but keeps overlapping. It's different right. enough to enjoy reading as it is. And it's, there's, there's only like, what, 20, 20 issues, something like that, 18 issues, mm. three, three different stories. So really quick to get through. Nice. Yeah, 31st, you are right, Dan. So, but. Even though you said anyway, by the time this comes out, it'll be out to watch anyway. But that's it, 31st of, uh, of July. Mm. So we've got two more seasons to get through of working ones, and then you can watch them follow Academy. <laughs> Which I, me and Dave were talking about it before pod. Um, so I actually started watching a series on Netflix called Working Mums. Um, there's like four seasons of it, um, and it's fucking brilliant. It is hilarious and it's just all sorts of just just ace sorry 
I don't know. Ash was like, is it just hilarious because you're a parent? And it possibly, you can relate to it a lot more, I suppose, when you are a parent. But it's just, they've they've done it really well. I'm sure the people who made it have done another show um, previously. Um, but it's just, it's it's really, really funny. If you've got the ability to watch it, seriously, just, just give it a shot. Um, I came in halfway through season one. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be bothered with this because it just looks like uh, here's like you know woman power in a TV show. It's like, look, we've got kids, we can work, we can take over the world, blah 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 blah. Um, but it's not. It's just genuinely, genuinely such a funny show. So I was like, nice. Um, and apparently, it's just been renewed for season five according to the Matinti webs. So there you go. That's Reggie's recommendation. Before we leave, is watch that and buy Shenmue for. <laughs> oh Shenmue you owe Reg so much you do I've, I literally I've been on the um, the Sega shop website for such a long time because the Shenmue hoodie is there and I'm like ah oh, it's back out again now and you go to put it in large and it keeps on going out of stock but it's like it's there teasing me the official Shenmue hoodie now oh, it's glory and I keep getting notifications going, hey, it's back in stock. I'm like, ah, oh, amazing. If you're a double XL. <laughs> but, but I'm not. I, I know uh, I've put on a bit of One weight, way to fix that, Reg. But, but I'm really not. I, Present I, for the big boys out there. I was going to say, I don't want to be fat. <laughs> like, it's medium. Like, if I, if there's six, six items in stock of it being medium, Dan. So you can fit into that. Oh, yeah. That... Do me a favor. No, medium, I thought you but, were all right with. Um, I used to be before lockdown. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh how things but, change. Yeah, Reg needs to get back to the gym again because I've been indulging in beef jerky lots. <laughs> Specifically um, beef jerky, I like. Uh, I've got a bit of an obsession going through at the minute. And do you know what the worst thing is? It's not even a fucking cheap obsession. <laughs> like I got, um, I got Mike into it in work and he was like, Reg, have you seen all these different varieties of beef jerky? And I was like, no. And he's like, look at this teriyaki beef jerky. Um, here's biltong, which is like, you know, the, the posh variation of it. So mm. here's the pepperami one. Here's like a honey and chipotle one. Here's this version. And he's got like seven different packets of beef jerky in his hand, right? And it's like £3.29 for a pack of this branded beef jerky. And he's got seven packs of it in his hand to try. And you get about six pieces in each one. And I'm like, Wow. Like, I apologise because of me every time we went to have a chat. Like, sorry, mate, I didn't realise you were calling me. Just just munching beef jerky. Just give me one second. He's like, ooh, what one? So we start talking about beef jerky. He's like, I'm going to have to go out and buy some. And then he's been addicted to it like me. So I'm like, sorry about that, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been eating a lot of it. So it's um, it, it's affected my, uh, my weight distribution levels. <laughs> weight distribution levels. <laughs> yep, it's now gone from... Everywhere, just to my gut. So uh, now that the gyms have reopened again and you're allowed to go, I'm going to sign back up again and get back my uh, my father figure instead of my dad bod. Nothing wrong with a solid dad bod, Reg. Father figure, I like that. I've never heard that. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I like I've I've embraced my dad bod, but I've embraced it that much now. Where like there's certain t-shirts that used to fit me that don't now. That I'm like, <clears throat> I like this too much to chuck it away, or I like it too much for Ash to be able to wear it as a nighty. So I'm I'm going to lose some weight so I can go back into it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know 
Look, if I do ever eventually get this fucking Shenmue 3 t-shirt, it won't be large like I asked for. You know it's going to be medium. <laughs> or a fucking medium. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, it's finally arriving. Oh, by the way, it's a 3X. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, we made that mistake. Can you send it back and we'll resend you a, a medium? Like, no. <laughs> no, because I won't ever get it. I just won't. It's, it's Steve's cup date, but in my Shenmue t-shirt form. I'm not making a theme song, all right? Oh, but you've got nothing else to do, that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But no, seriously, please. That'd be nice. It's like, I'll, I'll even do it for you. Where's my fucking T-shirt? That, that's all it needs. Done. I like it. All right. <laughs> awesome. All cool. right. And on that bombshell. Oh, time it's been it a good feels, time just yes. feels like we just got started but i think you know if we <laughs> if someone we missed deviate, on wednesday if because we didn't deviate away from the uh, the original topic in the first place dave i don't know what it, you're talking about i'm always not. on topic <laughs> <laughs> yes it's me i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh also you know what is upsetting just before quickly we do go down I got the official confirmation that the Ben Naked Ladies gig is now happening next oh, yeah. October. Next year, yeah. Yeah, not just the, not just next year, but the end of fucking next year. <laughs> well, it was postponed to this October, wasn't it? And then they actually went, yeah. uh, how about next October instead? And like, yeah. it's, it's one of those weird ones, isn't it? Because like, you buy band gigs, it's like, uh, so far and about sometimes, same comedians, and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be into it at that time, or like, yeah, that's uh, it. Interest. Like, I know the ladies I 100% will be, <laughs> but it's just it's just weird how they're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it for next October. Like by then, this entire set list they're going to be playing now will be something different because they would have released their new album by then because they're already recording it. Bare naked ladies want no part of the Rona. No, absolutely. Uh, they don't. Ah, uh, how I miss gigs. <laughs> yeah, very. So I don't. I don't oh. miss people though. But never mind. <laughs> live music and events, yes. People, nah. Yeah, I have been watching a lot of live vids while I've been working. I watched the uh, Stephen Lynch comedy uh, last tour that they did when he did the Lion T-shirt. Uh, Lion T-shirt did the uh, the Lion gig, um, and it's it's just it's so good still. Um, but again, it's it's weird hearing people like laughing and applauding through the tunes going I'm like I've not been to a gig in such a long time mm. like I miss that I want to be yeah. part of that again I'm just I'm just not into these uh online gigs either no just, like I tried so hard yeah. with the Steve Page ones just because it's Steve Page but it's like you, you miss the atmosphere and the acoustics and just yeah. the being there and then seeing him and not knowing what to talk about because you're that nervous and excited at the same time you just kind of go oh, I love you hi I suppose once you've seen one, they're all, I mean, I know we mix it up with the set list, but, you know, it can only vary that much, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, he, he does have, like, a couple of staples, but, it, like, everything else is different. But you're right. It's like, you, you've watched one at-home gig. You, you know, it's it's literally the, the same, isn't it? But it's, it, it's hard because, yeah. obviously, you know, they still want to give the fans stuff. Like, I, I'm annoyed with the fact that the Bernie ladies do, hey, here's like three free songs a week or whatever. And then Steve Page was like, hey, I'll do a full set, but it's going to charge you 15 quid for it. 
like I know it's half the price of what we would pay to see you live in person, but that's still charging us to, to hear you sing songs at home when you're bored with nothing else to do. That's the difference. The ladies and Frank Turner and stuff would just do songs for gigs for free. Yeah. Online, whereas Paige's management's gone, fucking charge him. Like, I don't want well, to charge him. No, okay. I like, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I Again, I, I've not paid to watch any of these and I wouldn't, but I get this. I, you know, he's doing this once a week. He's, he's got a regular thing going on. And it's not that much, is it? Is it $10 or something like that? It's 10, 10 English pounds for me 10 to pounds. watch. So it's, I think it's pretty reasonable for what it is, but it's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of Japanese acts and Korean acts that, that have been doing, like all egg shows have been cancelled. So they've done these big live productions and they'll charge 30, 35 pounds to watch, to, just to watch an on, online concert. Wow. Which just seems insane. Yep. Mm-hmm. But like you say, you know, Frank Turner did one every week or two, didn't he? And then yeah. Boothby's been doing it every, well, every few weeks. He's, he's done a show. Yeah, he's not charging now, then. Yeah, well, his was his, pay what you want, wasn't it? It was like, it's yeah. a free show, but give me some money if you like to. So appreciate that, you know. That's what we should do. We'll do it live. Let's pe- let people listen in to our Skype calls um, and uh, throw us some beans if they like. Yeah, I don't know why we don't zoom it because then at least we know we'll have to stay on topic because we've got a time limit of how long people can watch us for. There you go, exactly. exactly. Oh, Reg, you know we would never stay on target. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but then people pay money so we can afford the actual professional version and then we can stay on for longer than now. So it'd be good. There you go. That That's our business model. Let's do it. Okay, he's got it. Sure. Knew you were good for something, Reg. I'm all good for novel ideas and wasting people's times. Perfect. Speaking of which, we're at one an hour and a quarter. Cool. Well, I hope you wrote down something. If anything has been useful for the beginning. Oh wait, I was supposed to do that, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> uh, Dave, say something funny. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Um, uh, what was funny? What do the kids think are funny these days? Uh, oh, um, isn't that isn't that TikTok fun? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Hmm. I I came off TikTok. I already give enough stuff to China as it stands. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, right. I've just never got it. But you know what? I have become obsessed with though. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> that that knows because I just I bombarded him in the space of twenty minutes. Of all my um, duplicates, have you seen duplicate, Dave? No. Uh, oh yes, I have. I have seen that because Dotty wouldn't stop spamming us with videos oh, yes. of his face, yes. which were genuinely terrifying. Because obviously that does mean that China owns your absolute, or Russia probably owns your likeness in every single way. But it was quite accurate, and it freaked me the fuck out when Dotty had it with on everyone's faces. Just, just, ugh, don't. Yeah, I feel unsettled. <laughs> by that app i did Very much so. uh, in in the space of the 30 minutes that red sent me like 12 different <laughs> things of his face on goodness knows what oh in fact dave i've just sent you me as uh, as commander shepherd <laughs> so enjoy that well, you know that will always get my interest so well done <laughs> <laughs> that's like what can i do to quickly just 
start Dave off on this tangent, and um, I've just sent him me as a as Commander Shepherd. It's glorious, and so there you go, sir. Mm. This is it's Rick's weird as well. Favorite app on the Citadel. Oh my god, it, it actually looks really cool. That's creepy. That's how they should start doing it. Do you remember, like, when this is probably for another pod? But um, do you remember, like, when NBA Live and stuff used to use the Xbox camera to scan your face and put it in? Oh your Jesus, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what that's what we should be doing with this sort of technology. Like on the next GTA and stuff, is literally put your face in it. How are you doing it? I don't see why we can't. Like we're just showing now how easy it is to put your face in stuff. Mm. <laughs> then um, then yes, that's what that's what we should be doing. But, you can kind of you can do a thing like that on um, on the 3ds. I know this is like old news, I'm sure. But, you know, I only just got one. But anyway, you can you you, you have your me, don't you, on all the Nintendo stuff. So mm-hmm. you can create your own, or you can go. Well, let me look at you with the camera, and I'll I'll work out what you should look like. And it it was terrible. Like my my nose was higher than my eyebrows. <laughs> it was just bizarre. So yeah, I deleted that. Yeah, no, this this has got a bit addicted. Like I sent uh, Sean every single um, character from Scott Pilgrim film because he was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, I'm going to do all of them. He's like, please don't. He just so sent me just, Ramona and that was bad enough. Yeah, I literally went through every single cast member. And like, I was like, oh, there's some missing. So I literally went through the IMDb to be like, who haven't I got? <laughs> just literally went through like loads of side characters, anyone that was in gift form. I was like, you, you are having these gifs of me as the Scott Pilgrim character. And then he just... In the end, stop looking at them, and he's still not been back on it yet. I have not. <laughs> I can say he knows they're sat it. there waiting, <laughs> <laughs> and it's glorious. Mm. But Dave, that's the last one I'm sending you. Though, just send you well, another one of me as Commander Shepard. I, I, I appreciate your contributions. <laughs> oh man, that is some freaky shit right there. <laughs> so brilliant. Um, I did save them, so I might put them on the Nerd OD page. That's good. Um, what did I say I was going to do last week that I meant to do and I forgot there was something I was going to upload I'll go and listen to last week's pod and do that (laughs) (laughs) it's fine people are used to not not seeing what we talk about I know why change the habit of a lifetime because we need to start doing that Dan Right. Not not you, because obviously you do more than enough anyway. So next you're going to tell me I need to start putting like links to everything in the description of the podcast. I'm not that guy. Don't, don't you dare tell me that you need to do work, because no. other people should be doing that stuff for you. True, true. But, you, you, know. you, have, you have other members of this crew, which aren't me, that are tech savvy. It sounded like you were volunteering there, Reg. I don't know. I just sounded yeah. like it was You're volunteering everyone else. <laughs> yes, pretty much because I don't know how to do anything. Maybe when I get my new laptop next month and like you can virtually show me how to do stuff, I'll I'll take on some responsibilities. It's a lot right on this new laptop, good. I'll be honest. There is I have now that audio on record because if if i do get it then you know i'm just going to be playing wow all the time so i can't even pod them so i apologize mm. i won't because i'll be playing as frank bunty in wow and True. it's glorious yes frank right, bunty anyway. in another fancy land frank anyway bunty. yes let, let's 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 call it a night yes. let's wrap this bad boy up pleasure it has Indeed, been sir. nice to have you back sir as well Always nice. Maybe next week we might get all four. 
Come on, Reg, don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. Too much quality in one place. Can't handle it. <laughs> uh, the internet is not ready for this show. <laughs> you know what? Next time we talk, I hopefully will have my Lego Super Mario set. Whee. Is that is that coming tomorrow? On the first. So, oh, the next time we do a Nerd OD then? Yeah, yeah. Not not okay. by the next time we do a uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Alrighty, that's exciting. Yeah, I am very. Well, I might also have a new Hoover, but that's not anywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh Reg, don't tease us like that. It's going to be a shock. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. So you know. Oh. All exciting stuff. Alright, we're nice. talking about Hoovers now. We gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah. So I've been Dan. I've been Dave. And I've been Reg. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.